Welcome to the Business Balance Podcast. I'm Emma Langton, Mindset Coach and Hypnotherapist, and each week I'm bringing you conversations and coaching about getting the balance in business. We'll be talking mindset, strategy, boundaries, balance, and a whole lot more, so you can create a brilliant business life and still enjoy time off. You can find me at www.emmalangton.com, where you can join my newsletter, or you can book a call with me so that we can have a chat about how to get this coaching to work for you in a really personalised way. You can find all the details of how to contact me in the show notes. So this week on the podcast, I'm going to talk to you about how we stop blaming others. Or even how do we stop others blaming us? I'm going to cover all of that today. Because, you know... There's such a society around us these days with politicians, news, well, anybody really looking for who is responsible. Um, But this isn't just a recent thing. But we can also see it a lot, don't we, with all this, you know, where there's blame, there's a claim, um, and a lot of that type of thing. But often it can be a result of experiences in individuals that goes deeper than just society and circumstances that we have right now. Sometimes it can be a learned behaviour. Sometimes we've learned to blame in our early lives and this is just like, for some people, it's just a thing they do when it gets tough. It can be learned from parents, leaders, influential people that have made an impact on us in our childhood. If we've never learned to take responsibility, then we're always going to be looking for who is at fault, who is to blame for this. And then that's just what we'll do because we've learned to do that. And often we do it without realising. Sometimes people blame because they feel out of control. Often If we can feel really overwhelmed or extremely upset and the emotions are running high, then we begin to feel out of control. And some people, to try and regain that control, they start blaming others. So ultimately, what's going on behind that is fear. Now, it might not look like fear when you're on the receiving end of those blame games, but you can bet that it will be. Because they're really uncomfortable. When the fear kicks in, we can become defensive and we can feel like we're under attack. As I've said many times before in different podcast episodes. But how, you know, if you were under attack, how would you protect yourself from that attack? Well, of course, you would fire back. And so that's what that person would be doing when they are uh, firing blame out there avoidance what happens when people begin to be avoidant is that they're really struggling with how they feel on the inside but instead of recognizing those feelings on the inside then they actually try and control the outside circumstances or people you know with blame and accusation and and again who's at fault now trying to fix a problem on the inside by doing something on the outside is never going to sort things out. 
So when someone is avoiding looking at their own situation, refusing to accept responsibility, it might be because they've got, they're feeling um, like a failure or they've got confusion or that, you know, they don't like that feeling of getting things wrong, that there's been a misunderstanding, the, the list is endless. But if that person does not want to look at some of their flaws and, and sort of negative aspects about themselves or about themselves within that circumstance, then they project it outwards. So they're avoiding looking at the inside and then they just project it out to whoever's around and look for who to blame. As Deepak Chopra says, when you blame and criticise others, you are avoiding some truths about yourself. And that's what I mean. Sometimes people you know, want to kind of elevate their own status. And again, it is about an inner feeling. Sometimes you might see someone that's constantly putting somebody else down, you know, with, with blaming and criticism. You know, I didn't do that because they did or didn't do their bit, you know, or I didn't meet that deadline because, you know, they didn't help me with it or something. And they're blaming somebody else for their situation, for their error, for the circumstance, just by putting someone else down. And what they do, and it's a kind of subconscious thing almost really, is but they're elevating their own status. You know, so it was them that was rubbish, not me. So like, I'm, I'm up here and I'm okay. And they're down there being, you know, the rubbish person that didn't do. The thing is that people often see through that. Or even if they don't know really what's going on, like about an elevated status or them not recognising their own feelings, it's still not very attractive and people don't like it. And people are also very guarded, you know, as, as you would be, as I would be, about they don't want to be on the receiving end of this either. So people tend to pull away from that person. But if you are on the receiving end of somebody who likes to blame, then what can you do? Well, definitely do not rise to that blame situation because it only adds fuel to their fire. The more you try and reason with the blamer, the more ammunition you're giving them to fire back at you. However pragmatic or logical, you know, or factual you think you're being at that time that they are doing the blaming, you're not on their wavelength. So just don't engage. Remember what I said about, you know, if they're in a place of fear or feeling really, really uncomfortable, they're going to then try and protect themselves. And there's just no rhyme or reason when somebody's in that fear response, you know, thinking bits of your brain switch off and all that stuff that I mentioned in previous episodes about what's going on with fear and stuff like that. So you might want to put some distance between you and them. Now, before you shout at me down the earplugs or how in the car, however it is that you're listening, I know it's not always possible. But, you know, even just a short break, go and grab a cup of coffee um, take yourself out of the room, insist you just need to go to the loo, you know, or even just a kind of let me think about this for a minute, can be enough to just put a little break on there and put a little bit of distance into that situation or that conversation. If you can take yourself away from them completely, you know, for an hour or a day or longer, all well and good. But sometimes it might even just be create that break and that distance in the conversation that's going on. 
later, when things have sort of calmed down, you can have a separate conversation with them. Obviously, without doing any more blame. (laughs) So, you can be telling them how you feel. Use lots of statements that include I. So that you're making it all about, about you, not about them. Because if you're making it about them, we're getting back into the blame game. So it's it's kind of, you know, when that happened, I felt like this. So an example might be, you know, I felt really upset when you blamed me for that missed deadline because I did work late or I did do everything I could to help meet that target. So then, because it's your, there's no blame in there. There's no statement there about who's right who's wrong it's a statement there that's not doing any kind of wagging of fingers it's your opinion and when you're doing the i i i thing it's very difficult to argue with that they they might well find a way but it's very difficult to argue with that if things have calmed down and you're coming back into it you can also see if you can look at the facts of the situation See if there are any truths in what happened. And you need to use careful and curious language. Like the wording that I mentioned in episode 44 when I talk about, you know, the value of curiosity. And also in episode 42 where I talk about giving and receiving feedback. It's all about that language and the way that you approach this. If indeed you do want to approach this with somebody who is doing the blame stuff. And often that can help, but you've got to recognise that it is a piece of work, it's a piece of personal development that they need to do. Because it kind of is nothing to do with you, it is all about them. But if you found yourself, you know, pointing the finger and, and trying to blame, then recognition self-recognition that this is something that you're doing is the very first step so you know if that's you that you begin to recognize that well done because then you can do something about it then you can begin to look instead at take that situation begin to look for solutions begin to be however uncomfortable it might be with you right okay so this has happened now what what's the big feeling i've got And what's the facts and the reality in the situation that's happened? What can be done to turn it around? What can be, what can we learn from this? How can we avoid this happening again in the future? But also recognising that some of that need to blame is coming from your own inner feelings. When you begin to pick up the responsibility for your own actions and your own feelings, then you really are taking ownership of you. If perhaps you're able to manage or lead or help somebody else to take ownership of their feelings and take their responsibility as their part in that situation of whatever it is that's happened to create this blame, then they can accept it as well. Because, you know, the first step is to be be fully accepting of ourselves. Because no one's perfect. We all mess up. God, I mess up all the time. But being aware of our actions and making those steps towards that change is always going to be better than blaming. If you've found that you do blame or you have done 
even just a significant piece of blame recently, then honestly, people will people will respect you much more if you can hold your hand up and go, okay, so I didn't handle that situation well. So I'm really, really sorry about what happened there. I think my emotions ran away with me. Because the thing is that when our emotions kick in for all of these different things that I mentioned across the podcasts, you know, and it's emotions kicking in again when the blame thing's happening. When our emotions kick in, then actually the emotions jump in the driving seat and start making decisions. And it might be decisions that we wouldn't normally make if we were right clear-headed and feeling really composed, you know, and confident about things. So if you've done a significant piece of blame, then, you know, to just go back into that person or to that group and go, do you know what? I'm really sorry about that. Um, I didn't handle it very well. It's not my, you know, it's not my best moment. Um, I'm not very good at these sorts of situations, but I'm going to work on it. And that's all you need to do. You don't even need to go into, um, you know, a big realm of, oh, it's because this happened when I was uh, young or I've had this significant event that's happened before and now I'm, you know, really anxious about this and da 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 You know, you don't have to do any of that. You can just go, I didn't handle that very well. I'm going to work on that another time. I'm going to work on that in the future. If you're helping somebody, if you're leading somebody or, you know, you've got um, you've got staff or people that you work alongside and, you, again, you've had that conversation, you can do the same thing. You can say, you know, I'm really glad we had this chat. Um, I look forward to working on this in the future together. And, you know, they then that person won't feel so alone, they won't feel like they need to go quite so defensive, they won't get that feeling of being out of control and you're opening up opportunities for people to reach out to you. Hopefully. In a better way. But the first thing that comes to um, making that change is about that person, them, you, whatever, that person accepting themselves rather than blaming others. So I hope that's really helped you today, brought you a few little insights so that you don't end, if you're on the receiving end, you don't end up feeling like, oh my God, what have I done? You know, why can't I never, ever, you know, get it right with this person? It's not, it's not about you. And if you think that that's going to be helpful for other people, then please do share this podcast. Do go over and leave a review or tell somebody else about it. And then I'll see you again on the next episode. Bye for now.